Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Judging Nerd Culture. I'm Ollie. And I'm Jet. And uh, today we're going to talk about not the thing we said we were going to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> there was a, a bit of an... A bit of a... We didn't play it. <laughs> yeah, there was a bit of an overstatement, overestimation in yeah. uh, how much time we would get to put into this game. Yeah. Um, I was hoping to be able to beat it before we recorded. Mm-hmm. However... Um, uh, things happen you know <laughs> the thing is it's a very short game so we're like oh we got a week we'll pump it out not a big deal uh but then it's like oh well i just got home from work it's got a time to dinner and then it's like oh i'm gonna take a shower and go to home and go to bed and and things just get past you yes, you just get by the time i get home from work and i've settled down <laughs> i'm just so tired and i don't want to have to like since hellblade is such like a game you want to pay attention to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a game that tired. <laughs> I'm too tired to put in the mental capacity to do it. Mm-hmm. It's a game that almost requires you to be uh, emotionally involved. Like it, it requires you to be uh, sensory based, involved in what's going on, mm-hmm. and that's a big ask at the end of the day. <laughs> yes. So. Um, now that we're done making excuses for ourselves, we will <laughs> we will have it in the next episode mm-hmm. because I actually really like it a lot. Like oh, it's yeah. probably so far this year, I know it came out a while a ago. while ago, but it's one of the games I've played this year. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favorites. Yeah, no, it's a. There's no pretending we're not going to give this high praise. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we're not here to talk about that today. Today we're talking about the uh, suspenseful horror flick known as Underwater. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't really have a whole lot to say about it until, you know, unless we get right into things. Yeah. But it's a horror flick and it's Underwater. So it's everything that terrifies me. <laughs> um, if you don't know what Underwater is, it is a... Um, it, it came out middle end of last year. Mm-hmm. Um, the Kristen Stewart movie, um, about her basically fighting mermen. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, like we were saying, she goes full Ripley on some alien, on some mermen. And, uh, yeah, that's the movie. Yeah. Which, um, <laughs> after seeing this movie, um, made me realize, and I, I texted a friend saying, if they ever do reboot Alien for some reason, and it's like... Not just like a continuation of the story or a prequel or whatever. But like a straight reboot. Like, yeah, but like a straight redoing of the franchise. That Kristen Stewart, I'm not saying like don't scout and look at, you know, other newer people or other actors. But she'd be a pretty good option for yeah, she'd be a, a good, new Ripley. She'd be a good new version of Ripley. Uh I feel if like you, if you watch Underwater, you'll know <laughs> why I say this. If you've just watched Twilight and Charlie's Angels, you might not understand why. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but... the, the for anyone who doesn't understand, Christian Stewart and um, God, what's his name? Who? Edward. Oh, <laughs> Robert Pattinson. <laughs> yeah, Christian Stewart and Robert Pattinson. Uh, Twilight was the the least impressive showing yeah. of their actual capabilities. It, it was kind of just a um, 
springboard for them to like yeah. put themselves out there. <laughs> it was a way for them to make money and then get life going because <laughs> their current career trajectories are far drastic yes. changes from where they started. Yes. Uh, Robert Patterson is like... He's well, Batman. Well, yeah, he's going to be Batman. He's going to be Batman. <laughs> and he's been in so many uh, deeply impressive like character dramas, yeah. indie dramas that are genuinely like... Wow, that's that's a whole fucking person. That's mm -hmm. that's a whole person, right? A, a there. lot more layers and a lot more emotional and complex than mm. Edward. <laughs> um, I remember first watching Twilight, and I actually really loved it because I had read the books, and well, I think I actually read the books after I watched the movies. But I I had read the books, and I'm watching the movies. <sighs> And it's like the first scene that he appears in like the lunchroom in the first movie. Hi, baby. Um, <laughs> I was just in awe. I was like, oh my god, he's so hot. Look at him. He's He's got the floof of the hair and he's got like, ooh, that jaw. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I was very... <laughs> <laughs> I was very smitten with Robert Pattinson as Edward... Um, as I've gotten older, I'm like, wow. Like, I am, uh, he's definitely someone a middle schooler will fall in love with. <laughs> but me as an adult now, I, I don't know. Yeah, that... in, in middle school, you fell in love with Edward. In your adult years, you might fall in love with Robert Patterson. Pa like, Pattinson. Pattinson. Fuck. <laughs> I was so close. But, yeah, I think that's correct because he's actually pretty cool. He's a pretty cool dude. <laughs> and so is Christian Stewart. Like, <laughs> I mean... Adult me has also fallen in love with Kristen Stewart. So, I mean, I mean, younger me really, for some reason, had a passionate dislike for her. And now maybe I understand a little bit why. But, <laughs> but I, I didn't like her as uh, Bella just because, like, nobody did, really. You know? Yeah. She, but it was Bella. You yeah. know, Kristen Stewart did a good job at making you really not like Bella. Which, like, that, I, I hold to the fact, to the idea that Bella is a <laughs> unlikable character on purpose. Like, there's no way she was meant to be a, a character young girls wanted to be. Yeah. Well, I mean, young girls wanted to be in a love triangle with a sparkly vampire and a yeah. long-necked werewolf. But they, <laughs> <laughs> they, they didn't want to necessarily be Bella. <laughs> he has a really long neck. That took me... <laughs> And everybody's always like, well, they used to be Team Edward or Team Jacob. I, sometimes I would say Team Jacob because I knew that's what people wanted me to say. But I, I knew I was Team Edward because mm. I don't, Taylor Lautner, I'm sorry, Taylor. You're a very fine human and you're pretty average looking. But to <laughs> me, I don't think he's attractive. I think he's pretty darn attractive. I, I was much more. Him, I like Shark Boy Taylor Lautner. Yeah. After that, it's downhill. That's that's when you had a crush on him. When, when, when you, I was that age, I had a crush on him as well. When you like were, now, I'm just like, oh look, he's so cute. I don't have a crush on him now because that's weird. Well, yeah, you were the same age. Yeah. You can look back on your like. <laughs> you can look back when you're in elementary school and be like, mm, she was so cute. I loved her. But like, understand, you don't think <laughs> tiny yeah. children are attractive. Yeah, but I I like Shark Boy. 
Shark Boy Taylor Lautner. Uh, if you don't know who Shark Boy Taylor Lautner is, you need to leave this podcast. <laughs> or go watch Shark Boy and Lava Girl in 3D. And then pay on our Patreon and make us talk about it. Oh, God. <laughs> that's, that's an idea. That's... And all the Spy Kids movies. We will do that if you want and us to. At least one of those movies was good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. The virtual... The virtual world of Spy Kids, that was pretty cool. And the weird monster island. Baby. I didn't like the thumb men. Uh, I didn't, you know what I mean? I do know what you mean. So, two quick notes. Uh, I'm really off track here. The virtual reality world Spy Kids movie was the best Spy Kids movie. It had Elijah Wood in it. It had Elijah Wood in it. And two, uh, the thumb guys. We had a uh, high school principal back in uh, my youth in 2010s. Uh, his name was <laughs> Rustow or something like that. Fuck you, Rustow. You're a piece of crap. Anyways, he looks like a thumb, man. Like, he had the exact same body shape and, like, head shape. If you just lifted your thumb up to the back of his head as he was walking away, he would just look like a thumb, man. It was wild. Anyways, so let's... Uh, what are <laughs> we talking... off track. So far off track. <laughs> uh, so anyway. We were saying... about Underwater, yes. where uh, Kristen Stewart beats up... Tries to beat up Merman. Shark Girl and Lava Boy. She beats them up real good. <laughs> and, but yeah, it's uh, it's it's impressive to see because admittedly this character is pretty reserved as well. Mm-hmm. Like if you've only ever seen Twilight and then you move on to this one, you'll think she just got better at playing like the reserved, quiet person. Mm-hmm. But if you've seen some of her other work, you you can you can see more diversity. Yeah. But uh, it's even before Twilight, she was a great actress. Mm-hmm. She uh, played in that uh, movie Safe Room. I think that's what it's called. Mm. She was a little baby Kristen Stewart. Was the one she looked like famous a little black boy. Guy. <laughs> <laughs> I think Forrest Whitaker was in it. Yes. I'm gonna erase that. <laughs> <laughs> you should keep it in there. It's hilarious. Um. <laughs> But but anyways, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, it was just Twilight that really. That really the. You know what? We should just talk about Twilight. One of these days, we should definitely talk about Twilight. <laughs> I think we have a lot of opinions. <laughs> but so like you can really see that she's developed a better grasp of this like quiet kind of definitely some sort of depression issues, mm-hmm. a lot of insecurities, a lot of. Uh, paranoia sort of character because that's what she kind of has in this in this particular movie and it seems you can pretty early on it's it's sort of mentioned that like oh she has some issues here and there because of loss because of this or that or the other thing and she is a little nervous and a little on edge but like that's what makes her more prepared than other people and it's a good thing because this movie starts so goddamn quickly yeah it does see when i saw the commercials for it and i you see the scene where she's running through the halls with water chasing her you think that's probably quarter halfway through the movie mm-hmm. you know after some stuff has happened or just as stuff is going to happen yeah it's like but the it's, rising action but that's no, right away that's the first scene yeah it's the first scene <laughs> like it, there's like two minutes of her having like this internal monologue of like dreams reality blah mm-hmm. blah blah who gives a shit then boom things explode and she starts <laughs> running for her fucking life yeah it's it's, it's good it's a good scene mm-hmm. and i don't know uh, this is good. It's very. It's it's very action packed. Yeah. Like she's there's no fighting or whatever, but it's just like 
to go from being so <laughs> we just looked over and our cat mabel is uh full force eating her butthole Stop it. oh mabel okay <laughs> but yeah it goes from this like quiet introspection of like when you're you know have this sort of lifestyle career that she has where it's months on end of just being sort of by yourself or with like a small crew of people that you only somewhat interact with the solitude can sort of start to disillusion you and like separate you from your sort of understanding and grips of reality like ah what did i do last week i don't know nothing matters it's it's all starting to blur together and like it's it's very quiet and very somber and then within seconds things start to explode water starts rushing in people are, are clearly gonna die within a second here and she's just running and it's a really lovely scene mm -hmm. really good contrast between the first minute or two and then boom mm -hmm. and it's like you it, it collect myself in the first in that first scene even though it's only five minutes if that if that yeah um you even get a lot of clues or details into her character mm -hmm. like you she's banging on the doors you know trying to wake people up so you, you know she's she wants to help people <laughs> you know she's not just gonna like save herself um and she struggles to to close the door when she sees people coming because she really wants to help them but she knows if she doesn't close that door that water is going to destroy everything <laughs> um and she hacks the the door thing yeah controls <laughs> because it's underwater and it has to be you know a whole system uh in this underwater Facility? Facility. Well, I don't, I'm not sure what word you're looking for. I don't know what the word it was either. That's why I looked at you. I needed help. Um, but, so you know that she's also not just there to be, like, an assistant or whatever. Like, she's smart. She's there to do her job. And she, you can tell she's going to be a very compassionate character who mm -hmm. maybe struggles with some of the things that happen. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's honestly pretty impressive the way they they sh not shoehorn but just uh show off her like who she is as a character like you were saying in these moments because she could just run down the hallway screaming like hey things are going wrong whatever uh but no she genuinely tries to get people up she slams on people's doors even though that's wasting time there's water literally rushing in towards her in those scenes before she closes the door, the water gets past those those two guys, but she's still like resisting closing the door because there's a desire for hope, and that's that was a pretty I think impressive way to show off her early characterization. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> all right, <clears throat> so obviously Christian Stewart is not the only <laughs> person in this movie. Mm -hmm. There's a handful of other uh, primary casts, uh, none of which I was visually familiar with there was one lady uh who i believe also played in iron fist from the netflix oh, show i know i didn't like that show so i didn't watch it, it and you're not the lame. only one it, i watched um, the whole thing it wasn't very good but she was the ninja lady yes 
The fighting lady. She was the um, love interest and uh, combatant. We don't have any of our resources. And we <laughs> never write anything down. So, uh, names of people are mm. not going to be here. And if you're watching on YouTube, they'll flash on the screen because I can do that. But uh, if you're listening <laughs> on the podcast, I'm sorry. Um, but the, the guy, the com- comedic guy with the stuffed animal... Um, he is familiar. I know I've seen him in other movies. Uh, He's usually like a stoner comedy character. Like, that's his brand. Uh, he's the other... He's he's honestly a weird source of, like, emotion in, in this. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone's pretty emotional. There's a lot going on. There's a lot of tension. But, like, the, the biggest moments of, like, oh, it came from this dude. Yeah. Who, like, starts off pretty much naked. Saved from the rubble by Christian Stewart's well, yeah, character. I mean, he was sleeping. The, <laughs> yeah. the facility basically fell on top of his his bedroom. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, spoilers, I guess. Which, I mean, if you listen to our podcast long enough, you know that we we, we, we do spoilers once in a while. Yeah, we fuck with spoilers. Um, but <sighs> he's so sweet. And I thought he was going to be in more of the movie because I swear to God I saw a trailer where he was farther in the movie. Maybe it was a deleted scene. Maybe it's in like the director cut or something. Maybe it was just a lie. Maybe it was just a lie. Maybe they just lied to me. I don't know. But (laughs) when we lose him, I got very sad when we lost him. Um, Because like you said... He is one of the more emotional ones, and like they, they tried to make him one of the more, like emotional deaths. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of them, most of them, they try to make. The, no, the deaths are pretty impactful. <laughs> yeah, like a lot of horror movies have have like, eh, deaths, even comical deaths to some mm-hmm. extent, uh, or some that are just like, ah, oh, what the fuck. Yeah. But this one, each one was like, oh no, oh no, like this is this is upsetting and suspenseful and all this sort of things uh because each of the characters honestly were really interesting in their own little ways Mm -hmm. even though with a lot of them we didn't get a whole lot of time or backstory really like the movie kind of goes even though it seems like the atmosphere makes it seem slow and it seems like they're just slowly walking through and figuring everything out it never stops like there's always something happening yeah something bad's happening they have to figure the next thing out and it's it's it impressively done the way they're able to work in uh, these characters have these motivations you within the first few moments of meeting the captain you realize oh he's he's got some stuff going on with his definitely still alive child <laughs> <laughs> and uh the 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 two who are like romantically involved with one another and the the this character early on i forgot his i don't remember the character's name at all or the actor i didn't he didn't look familiar he was uh the first person that Kristen stewart comes in contact with right mm-hmm. and she and this guy they see each other running through the hallway they manage to close down the door and save the rest of the facility and it seems like this is going to be her you know comrade for the movie uh potentially even a love interest if things go well like it it was a solid character and he mm-hmm. was seemed like a good good dude yeah uh but then early on and again spoilers there's a scene where they they need to get some gear on some deep sea gear 
and walk on the surface of the Mariana Trench, which horror, <laughs> like no monsters or whatever, no nothing, still horrifying. Well, yeah, because even if this isn't a weird kind of sci-fi movie, horror movie, uh, there's still weird stuff down there, <laughs> like in real life. There's giant squid. Ooh. There's weird anglerfish. Yeah. There's a, everything there, down there, there is. There could be there could be a megalodon. <laughs> I suppose there so. could be giant eels. Like that what is it? SCP three thousand. Three thousand. Yeah. There could be giant things down there. We don't know. We haven't studied the Mariana Trench good enough. There could be anything down there. I vote we never there study it. There could actually be mermen down there. <laughs> I vote we never study it. We never find out. We just let it live and whenever, don't bother it. In movies, whenever government of some kind or a scientific group of some kind, whatever, corporation, whenever they do something, the bottom of the ocean, it's bad. something comes out, whether it's kaiju <laughs> or <laughs> fucking hell itself like yes. don't fuck with the ocean <laughs> go into space and it's yeah. your fault because you landed on an alien planet and you're dumb you have a better but chance of surviving aliens than whatever comes out of the ocean you know you could crack um some seal in the mariana trench and the lizard people could come out <laughs> yeah <laughs> then reptilians will take over the oh wait that's already <laughs> happened now anyways uh or, you know all those ants that are just in the core of the earth what have you never heard that i theory? don't i don't we can talk about that later <laughs> the, <laughs> the theory that the, the the core of the earth is just a bunch of ants which is my nightmare <laughs> i hate ants so much Okay, <laughs> we, we do not have. Nightmare. We don't have the time for that. You know that. how some people think if you die, it's like your own hell. I'm just gonna be covered in ants. <laughs> Baby, we don't have enough time to unpack everything that just, <laughs> we just said. But uh, <laughs> let's get back to this character again. I forgot his name, and it's unfortunate. He's the only black character in the movie. He's the only really not white character. <laughs> To Besides be honest, the, the Asian, you know, lady. Asian lady. Mm -hmm. So like, I feel bad that I don't remember him at all, his name at all. But uh, but yeah, he's he he starts off. He seems like a very like decent individual. He seems like he'll be the second longest to survive. You know, you can always spot that character in a horror movie, in a suspense movie. And then early on, he's they're all preparing their these suits to go underwater and get to the next safe location to try and escape to try and get to the top and they have to put together enough you know properly maintained suits to do so because if you go outside you die well at the bottom of the, the ocean. ocean you're gonna be crushed by water instantaneously so like after doing this he's looking around for a decent helmet because again the most of the building exploded so everything is <laughs> a little beat up <laughs> and he finds one with a little bit of a crack in it and he hands one of the helmets to Kristen Stewart. Yeah. And then they start going. And at first I thought, oh, did he give her a faulty one? And it's going to start freaking out when they get in to the water. And it does. But he, he grabbed it himself. He didn't give it to anyone. He took it himself. And that alone was a wonderful, like, circular arc for this character mm -hmm. of selflessness and immediate action. And it was, it was really interesting. And then 
right as it's like starting to as soon as everything starts flashing red you start worrying like oh no what's gonna and then boom yeah because he immediately becomes like one of your favorite characters <laughs> because <laughs> because of how just good he is mm -hmm. um for wanting to protect her even though he he doesn't know her yeah he's just trying it's to be like, a good person and it's like in reality who in that situation would give the cracked helmet to Kristen Stewart not me because she's an angel <laughs> but <laughs> but uh yeah it's just it's a really it, when you're in a life and death death situation you don't really know what you're gonna do mm. until you're in that situation but that's courage like he didn't know if he was gonna die or not but he he, he assumed yeah <laughs> <laughs> there was a certain reservation of like, well, okay. Uh, bright side, not a slow death. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the the suits also seem to be powered by this little like unstable <laughs> nucleal tide of some shit that just the second uh, something bad happens, it explodes real hard. So uh, dangerous. But unfortunately, he's gone pretty early on, and that honestly sets sort of the tables for every other character to slowly, one by one, either be dreadfully injured or just killed. And as the movie progresses, you get these little moments of like, okay, there's this whole thing going on with the, sh with the place we were in falling down upon us, and us being stuck in the bottom of the ocean, and... All this, all this shit that we have to deal with and figure out. And there's a mystery of like, why did everything go wrong? Mm -hmm. So as they're doing their day to day, as they're doing their thing, trying to escape, trying to figure things out, weird things start happening, start seeing things. And pretty quickly, uh, it's monsters. It's fucking underwater monsters. <laughs> and Look at all them monsters. <laughs> <laughs> Look at all them monsters. <laughs> It's, it's, oh, fuck. I genuinely am terrified of the ocean. Not, like, going into the water. I don't like it too often, but I don't mind. The ocean, the idea of the ocean, terrifying. <laughs> so this movie was just like, yeah, no, this is right. This is the correct emotion that you're supposed to be portraying here. <laughs> it's freaking monsters. Uh, and from there forward, it's just like, okay, some, who's the next person going to die? Who's the next person going to hurt? And the the comedic relief guy who clearly had a lot of i don't know emotional depth mm -hmm. you never really get to see because he he dies and it's mm -hmm. a pretty gruesome death yeah he gets literally pulled out of his suit and the 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 two and who are like in a relationship the the boyfriend guy gets severely injured mm -hmm. uh and it seems like everyone's just not gonna make it uh, the captain goes down, saving the other guy. Kirsten Stewart gets separated. Like, there's so much that goes on that's just like, this is getting worse and worse. And there's no way uh, we're going to survive this. Uh, and, you know, like, as far as tone goes, because that, that's what I'm focusing on right now. It's just like the progression of the tone from, like, this very suspenseful... Like, oh, the world's falling down on us. We have to go. We have to figure stuff out. We have to survive. We have to escape to we're being hunted by monsters. That was a subtle shift that was really impressive. I was really into that. 
I don't know if it was subtle. Well, okay, not <laughs> subtle, but just like, like it was smooth. Like it wasn't like, oh, this is a completely different movie. It was, oh, this is what the movie really is. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it yeah. felt natural and right. It didn't feel like in a movie where uh, everything's suspenseful and scary. And then, oh, they picked up a gun and now it's a Jason Bourne movie. Like there, there, there's not that conflict in tone. <sighs> sorry. That's all right. Uh, you talk about some stuff for a little while. I talk too much. Yeah, you were boring me. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh gosh, I'm so tired. Sometimes when I'm really tired, I try to slap my cheeks to make myself wake up because yeah. I've seen that, but like, it doesn't really work. Even though it hurts, it doesn't work. Yeah. And, like, it's too late at night for me to drink coffee. Because I have work tomorrow. <laughs> uh, anyway. <clears throat> so, talk about whatever you want to talk about. Bring up some stuff. Something that, that you... That we haven't focused on you want to focus on. I'm proud of your snapping ability. I'm not. Yours is so much bigger. Baby, I've been... <gasps> That was not sure. Ooh. My <laughs> okay, go. My snapping ability is not. <laughs> okay. We need butter chairs. Someday. So. I was just saying that like all I was saying was that the tone was really impressive the, the the tension was really good the fact that all the characters were slowly getting hurt or taken or killed in some way was just like it, it was a good flow hmm. so maybe take it from there take a take about talk about like maybe some of the character moments that like took you by surprise or that it really touched you or you can talk about you can you know Put up a final spoiler warning and talk about the reveal at the end. Maybe that's shit. Bad foam. I don't like how it felt on my teeth. Probably gross. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah uh, okay. You... <laughs> <laughs> don't don't do that. It's gonna sound really bad. Like this. Uh, just touching it in general. These don't work super great. So I just it hears very tickety ding ding ding. Anyway, so yeah, it was really disappointing when that guy died. Um, which he one? Was the... <laughs> You're right. Um, <laughs> the comedian. Uh, well, the the. The funny guy. The you funny know? one, yeah. Um, and one of the things that I liked was that he carried around uh, like a little bunny. Yeah, I think it was a stuffed bunny. A stuffed bunny. And he gave it to... <sighs> Who was it? I think he gave it to the doctor or the scientist who was there. Um, and in the end, he ends up getting into a uh, pod and... He leaves. 
um, and he leaves with this stuffed bunny. And I thought that was really sweet because you know that he's going to keep it forever and ever and ever. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then you see, like, the ending, I would, not the credits, but the end where it's, like, kind of showing you what's happened afterwards. Oh, yeah. And it's, like, the, the newspaper clippings and stuff. And you see the little furry bunny in a, like, Ziploc evidence, evidence bag. <laughs> so you know that he wasn't able to keep it. And that's a really big bummer. And I, like, that made me even more sad. Um, yeah, there was a weird amount of emotion connected to this tiny little stuffed bunny. Yeah. Um, but after after that happens, and like you said, after the that couple gets attacked, um, he's, like, he's losing oxygen. Like, his, his suit doesn't have much left. And Kristen Stewart gets... Kristen Stewart. <laughs> I think her name was, like, Olivia or something. But after... She gets separated from them. She's able to find uh, the next spot they were going to. This other building that I don't remember the name of. But she's trying really hard to figure out. Like, she thinks she's alone. <laughs> she thinks they're dead because those things out there are super fast. I mean, they're mermen. So, like, they live down there. They can see and move much faster than they can. And they're also, like... They 10 feet tall. They're yeah. huge. Um, but she's she's trying to make something, isn't she? Yeah. Uh, her suit is running low on everything, and it's kind of beat up. So she's piecing together from... Because this is an older facility. It was abandoned yeah, because from, it's older. from the, the, like the 80s. The mm. captain. It used to be like his barracks when he was... Uh, yeah. Before he was the captain. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> she found a, an older model of the suit she's wearing, like a like a... Uh, prototype or whatever mm -hmm. and she started fixing that up and piecing together bits and pieces of the old suit and the new suit to, to, to put together something that works mm -hmm. <laughs> yes and as she's doing this um it also uh, gives you glimpses of the room that she's in it's like just this really big probably like just like the main room mm -hmm. and you can tell that the cap the now captain kind of had some secrets like he might have known what was happening or at least he had suspicion suspicion that the the corporation was hiding things or that they were up to something mm -hmm. just like in any any good movie uh the corporate uh pigs are the evil villains in the end <laughs> uh but yeah no the it shows off some hints of like oh the captain knew this was going to lead to something bad. Mm -hmm. He knew there was something potentially weird or yeah. off about... They, they were covering something up. Mm -hmm. And uh, maybe he didn't know it was actual, you know, monsters or whatever. Maybe he had a suspicion, but he didn't know until, like, this thing was going on. But, you know, that aside, she manages to put together her suit and decides to get back out there to get to the next place to try and get the fuck out. Mm-hmm. And uh, she finds the, the, the couple still alive. Yeah. Uh, the guy is being dragged by uh, his girlfriend at this point. Like, things are not well. Yeah, she, can, she can hear him over the, the radio. The radio, yeah. But she can't really communicate with them, mm -hmm. which is troubling because it sounds like the girl is going to kill herself. Like, she's... Yeah, like, she's... she's. You can tell she's thinking he's not going to make it. 
I don't know where I am or what to do, so yeah. I might as well die too. Oh yeah, it's just, it's wonderfully done. Like this beautiful claustrophobic darkness. Because, like, it's just her and this guy. She's dragging his limp corpse. And she, she was just, like, his girlfriend. And, well, like, she was also there, like, studying and researching, too. But she's, like, if she did get to a facility, she wouldn't know what to do. Yeah, like, she wasn't one of the operators or the mechanics. Uh, he was a, a medic there, I believe, right? He was the doctor. I think so. So, like, even if he I was awake, that's... it's not like he knew how to operate everything. Mm -mm. So, like, even if she knew where she was going, like, and she doesn't, she's surrounded by nothing but absolute darkness. Like, it, it's hopeless. And Kristen Stewart is able to hear this, and she is noticing, like, oh, so this is, is going to end poorly. And it's very suspenseful. Yeah. And... She starts running towards her, and it just, you feel so tense because you're not sure if, uh, she's gonna get to her on time to like let her know, hey, I'm here. To, to, <laughs> we can figure it out. We can figure this out. <laughs> yeah. She does everything. The day is saved for the next few minutes, and they move on next facility to all this stuff. And here is where I'm gonna give the final spoiler warning because uh, I want to talk about the ending because it's fucking great. And uh, yeah, it's big spoilers, big beautiful spoilers. So they make it to the facility, they find the escape pods. They get in them and escape. Uh, Christian Stewart's character sort of pushes the other two out first because the third escape pod, of course, is slightly broken. And she, being the hero that she is, saves the other characters. Mm -hmm. And then... Well, by this time, you've seen... You've seen a... You've seen the bigger threat. Yes. <laughs> which is not just the merman. <laughs> it's kind of what the merman live inside, which is weird. On the top um, of... Uh, but, a part of, <laughs> but you're you know you're rooting for Kristen. You know you want her to survive. She's a really good character, and she's so tough. Like she's really trying to help these mm -hmm. people, uh, and you know it's 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 so hopeless. But you still like are rooting for the character, mm -hmm. especially since it's a movie. Like part of you sort of feels like there might be a chance. Yeah, but it's a good ending. Um, <laughs> she. When she's putting the people in the pods, uh, it's just it's just a couple that's left. The couple and her, and the the guy he's he can barely, barely he, he can barely function. Like he's running so low on oxygen. She puts him in the pod, gives him the bunny, and sends him up. And then the girl she, she notices something's up. Yeah, she gives <laughs> a little like, bit uh, of a fight. Are are you gonna be okay? Like the third pod is okay, right? And she's like, oh yeah. It's fine, you know, you, you just take this pod, I'll be fine, I'll take care of the help. No big deal. But she, like, fights her, and she's, like, doesn't want to go without Kristen. Mm -hmm. um, so she punches her in the face. And sends her on her way. <laughs> and sends her up. Uh, <laughs> Which, I mean, is an aggressive way to uh, save someone, but sometimes you gotta use tough love. <laughs> gotta do what you gotta do. Uh, but yeah, and at this point, she sends him off, and she's on her own. Mm -hmm. And like we mentioned, she saw the bigger threat. When they were walking in, like, there was these, you know, fishmen everywhere. She almost got eaten by one, mm -hmm. because again, they're pretty big. They're like double the size of a person, and they can unhinge their jaw and eat you whole. Awful. But, beside that, they were surrounded by them, and then out of nowhere, they just all get swooped away. And in the darkness, behind the darkness, you see an even darker shadow. 
looming, standing, and you realize there's a giant sea monster mm -hmm. just there. Yeah. All these mermen are surrounding it, attached to it, a part of it, whatever. Bigger than a kaiju. <laughs> <laughs> Bigger than a kaiju. Like, Huge. like, the biggest kaiju times, like, five. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's awesome, honestly. And they obviously freak out, run inside, get in the skate pods, do the whole thing. And as, you know, the people are escaping, she's, you know, starting to slow down. Like, all right, something, can I find a way to fix this? Can I do something? What can I do? She notices that all of the mermen are off to attack the, uh, the escape pods. And they're much faster. And she decides to do a thing to save them. And it's going to require blowing up the facility and herself. And it's... Well, I mean, this thing was kind of laying on the facility, kind of. Um, so, she, I mean, if you blow it up, you're going to blow at least 30% of him off. <laughs> um, yeah, and... But, I mean, her friends have escaped pretty much. Pretty much. Besides it, a couple mermen who might be after them, but... But the explosion will help that, too, so, like, it's it's fine. And in these moments before, like, she wraps up, as she's doing all this science to put together a fucking nuclear explosion from the reactors of this facility, uh, you get these flashes of the of the monster. You get to see more of its visage. <laughs> and boy! The best way I like to uh, describe it is Cthulhu. <laughs> That's not a description okay. of it. That is what it is. It yeah. was Cthulhu. Yeah. The, I mean, it was incredibly cool <laughs> like it was so cool um, yeah my only complaint is that you couldn't see it better like it was yeah. all dark and like flashy i wanted to see like a like i a... think that's that's part of the the suspense is not being able to tell uh how big it is mm -hmm. or um exactly what it looks like just like playing it in your imagination how many tentacles it has or <laughs> uh, like how how big it exactly is because it is ginormous and terrifying and horrifying and also really awesome and cool. Um, but the, one of the things I didn't like is that on his little tentacles is where those little mermen come out of the, you know, little suckers. But they're not little suckers. They're like weird uh, body holes where the fishmen I mean, live. Let's be honest. That's the, the, like the, the fishmen are kind of like... Like, not parasites, because they don't feed off of him, but... They're, they're organisms that live upon him. Yes. But, like, let's be honest. Those suckers, there's probably teeth in there, too. They're like, every, this thing is just the worst fucking possible <laughs> thing. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, she she sees a clearer vision of, of literal Cthulhu at the bottom of the ocean. She realizes that these people had been digging and found glimpses of this stuff, uh, hints of these monsters, and they kept digging, looking for whatever is down here trying to figure out what's going on and trying to get more energy or whatever the fuck because that's always the the plot that's always the plot you need more energy and more power <laughs> and then it wraps up with her just blowing the shit out of everyone and everything yeah. killing cthulhu probably not maybe who knows it's really disappointing because oh yeah then she dies and there's like no chance of a number two which i think would have been kind of interesting. Would have been neat. I don't know exactly how it would have played out. Well, like maybe 
the the corporation would have went back into business and I mean they do in the end you find out that they go back to work but mm-hmm. I mean it would have had to go in an alien style shift of the movie like the first one is a very like thriller scary movie and then the I think the second or the third one is like ah uh, guns well <laughs> so it would have had to shift that's, that's predator I think I, I think, think you're getting them mixed up. Ah, uh, no, Are you maybe. Thinking I'm, of where he rubs mud on himself. No, I'm almost the, the rain, the forest, or rainforest. Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> I know what. Look, I never watched it, but I do know what Predator is. Mm-hmm. I'm almost certain that the Alien movies go from like this horror thriller to <clears throat> pretty action-heavy guns and aliens and shit. Almost a hundred percent sure. Well, I don't know. I'm not an alien expert, but <laughs> I mean, there were there were points in the movie. <clears throat> there was a, a scene where they think they find a distress signal and they go to search for it, and when they find the body, it's um, the back of it has like those moving like n- not pustules, but uh, like. That weird organism in it. Do you remember? Yeah, it was like a baby version of the, of the merman. Yeah. So like, that could be a thing. Yeah. It's not you know, face suckers, but it's a sort of creature that needs a body or a host to. I mean, it doesn't need it, but it's another source for it to thrive. Mm-hmm. Um, and she could have come back to save more people. Or whatever. I don't know. I just wanted more Kristen Stewart <laughs> to save people and beat up Merman. Um, <laughs> I appreciate and respect the original Alien franchise. And I think it's very well done and really cool and spooky. And the face suckers freak me out because the idea... <laughs> I don't like it, but I think it'd be really neat if they rebooted it and Kristen Stewart was Ripley, <laughs> or they made just more. Maybe she wasn't Ripley. Maybe she was her own character, but Ripley esque and had to deal with the aliens. Either way, a uh, cool, strong lady to beat up monsters and be in her underwear all day. That's <laughs> that's the but dream. She wasn't in her underwear all the time in this one. Only in like the very beginning because she was getting dressed. Well, yeah, but after that, everyone was in the spacesuit. Yeah. But anyways, so yeah, let's wrap this up. I I think I'm down to do the same thing we did last time. Personally, I give this a solid like eight or nine. This was a really good horror movie. I think as far as just like the what an audience would would look at this and feel. This is this is a solid like eight movie. This is a good ass movie. Okay, yeah, I I think I'd give it like an eight and a half to a nine. Um, <clears throat> to make it more than that, I think I'd want. <sighs> I wouldn't say for Christmas or to survive because I think that she her dying was pretty impactful. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I would want. The uh, baby bunny boy comedian guy to live. <laughs> and maybe a little bit. 
more interaction with the mermaid? I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I just think it's a 10. Maybe it is a 10. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I was trying to figure out ways to make it better, but I don't know. I think it's a pretty good movie. It's a pretty okay blend of action, suspense, and horror. Um, it's not like a straight horror, I wouldn't say. No. So if you're looking for like just spooks, it's not this one. Yeah, um, there's not really a whole lot of jump scare. It's yeah. more uh, constant fear of the unknown. Yeah, and very intense situations. So, yeah, I liked it a lot. Uh, I'd give it a 10. Nice. I liked it better than Bloodshot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's fair and true. Mm -hmm. All right, uh, this was a great movie. You should go watch it and let us know exactly what you think about it. Mm -hmm. uh, and you should check out more Kristen Stewart and Robert Pattinson movies and not judge their whole careers on Twilight. Indeed. Uh, but yeah, that's everything I've got. Next time we'll almost 100% <laughs> probably be yes. talking about Senua. Yes. <laughs> so I'll see you then. Bye. We love you.